Jupiter Storm Chapter 11 The Report It was Monday. Jackie scooted her chair in and tried to shake the nagging feeling that she had forgotten something. Her mother had rebraided her hair that morning. She was wearing a new headband that matched her favorite pencil case, but it wasn't as exciting as it should have been. For some reason, all she could think about was Jupiter. He was in the terrarium. She couldn't call it his bed anymore because he had made it plain that he would rather sleep in her bed, nestled in her hair, or curled up as close to her as he could get. She didn't like having to leave him cooped up all day, but what else could she do? She couldn't just let him fly around. He hadn't breathed fire in weeks, but she still couldn't leave him loose in the house. Maybe if she knew he would stay in her room, but not being able to shut her door all the way meant that Jupiter could slip through the cracked door and fly anywhere in the house. That had disaster written all over it, and if she let him fly around outside unguarded, the best-case scenario was that he would follow her to school, and she knew how that would go. Children always see things grown-ups miss. Jackie had unpacked her backpack and stacked her things neatly in her desk, squaring up the corners of the books and folders out of habit. Her friend Ashley had just arrived and was unpacking next to her. She smiled back at Ashley when Ashley said hi, but that was about it. Ashley took the hint and after unpacking went over to another group of desks and started chatting with a girl named Miriam instead. They were looking at something in Miriam's paper doll folder and laughing quietly. Ordinarily, Jackie would have joined them, her mind was on Jupiter. She played the morning over and over in her mind, trying to figure out what she had forgotten. She and Sam had taken Jupiter out that morning as usual. He had seemed less interested in food than flying. By then, he had pretty much wiped out the aphid population in the front garden. So while Sam stood guard over Jackie watering the flowers, Jupiter flew in higher and higher spirals over the top of the house and into the backyard. Jupiter flying out of sight still made her nervous, but she was less concerned about that now than she had been. She knew that if she called him, he would come back to her almost immediately, so he must not have gone too far. When she was done watering the flowers, she could stand on the front porch right next to her open window and call him quietly. When Jupiter landed on her hand, she would pass him through the window and close it from the outside. Sam was waiting in her room to make sure Jupiter didn't fly out before Jackie made it inside. That gave Sam some time alone with Jupiter, which Sam loved. Jackie wasn't thrilled about it, but it was necessary. She couldn't keep finding excuses for bringing the picnic basket out to the front porch in the morning, and she couldn't risk being seen with Jupiter walking back into the house. They went out early, but you never knew. Had she maybe forgotten to put the rocks on top of the terrarium? She thought she had, but she wasn't certain. Maybe she was rem remembering it from another day. Good morning, scientists, Miss Soraparu. Never called them class or children. She always said something like readers, writers, or mathematicians. Jackie perked up when she heard scientists. Science was one of her favorite subjects, but Miss Soraparu never called them scientists early in the morning. Science was in the afternoon. They were never scientists in the morning unless they had a project due. Jackie looked around 
It was as if she was seeing the room for the first time. Every kid in the room except Alex had a folder on their desk. Some of the kids had presentation boards leaning against their chairs, and next to Miss Soraparo's desk, there was a whole pile of posters and glittery signs. Their animal projects, were they due today? She knew she had been a little off her game lately. The 75 on last week's spelling test proved that, but missing a whole project? How did this happen? And it was no consolation that Alex didn't seem to have his either. Alex never had anything. I know you're all anxious to get to share your new expertise with everyone, but we're going to split your presentations up over a few days so that we can get some other work done as well. Some of the kids groaned, but Jackie felt a rush of hope. Johnson is in the middle of the alphabet, she thought. If she splits us up over three days, that at least gives me until tomorrow to put something together, even if she just reverse alphabetical order. She'd stay up all night if she had to. Luckily, she had two blank poster boards and the art supplies in her room. She would have preferred one of those cool presentation boards that would stand up on their own, but to get one of those would mean involving her mother or father. The poster would have to do. Let's do this by classification, scientists. Miss Soraparo moved over to the board and wrote Kingdom Animalia at the top. Everyone's animal should be in the animal kingdom, but I wonder what phyla everyone chose. If you can't remember your animal's classification off the top of your head, feel free to look at it in your report. Everyone else flipped open their report folders. Even Alex took out a rumpled piece of loose leaf. Jackie was the only one with an empty desk. Raise your hand if your animal is in the platyhelminthes. No one moved. Tardigrade? Nematode? Rotifer? Still no hands. Miss Soraparo smiled. I can't say I'm surprised. What about annelids? A kid named Joshua raised his hand. Miss Soraparo wrote annelids on the board, then put one tally mark next to it. Snidarian? Angela raised her hand. Echinoderm? Julia put up her hand. Miss Soraporo waited a moment. Okay, what about mollusks? Two kids raised their hands. Jackie didn't know what to do. She hadn't even chosen an animal. Elephants had been her first thought when they got the assignment, but it hadn't gone any further than that. Maybe she'd stick with elephants. She didn't recognize any of the phylum Miss Soraporo had said so far, but at least she knew that elephants were in the phylum chordata, along with every other creature with a backbone. Chordates? More than half the class put their hands up. Backbones were popular. Jackie quickly put her hand up with the rest. She'd stick with the backbones. I assume the rest are arthropods because that's the only one left, but let's see a show of hands just to be sure. Five kids put their hands up, including Ashley. Since there were no more chordates, Miss Soraparo read off the chordate classes as well. Agnatha? Chondrichthyus, Ostachthys, Amphibia, Reptilia. On a whim, she put her hand up at Reptilia. Elephants were in Mammalia, but Jupiter was in Reptilia. She wasn't crazy enough to do a report on Jupiter, but Draco lizards were pretty cool. She'd do it on Dracos. Sam would be excited. When all the tally marks were up, Miss Oropoaro circled the groups. The arthropods and assorted others would present that day, the birds and mammals would present the next day, and all the other chordates, including the reptiles, would present on Wednesday. That gave her two days to get her project done. 
She wondered if she could sneak her poster board into the pile by Miss Soraparo's desk without Miss Soraparo noticing. But then Miss Soraparo added, Pass your reports to your table captain. Table captains put the reports on my desk neatly. It was Jackie's week to be table captain. She pulled a random folder from her desk, collected report folders from the other three kids whose desks were pushed together with hers, and put her stack on Miss Soraparo's desk. She was careful to not be first or last, so Miss Soraparo would take less notice. With any luck, Miss Soraparo was collecting the folders for show and wouldn't actually check them before they made their presentation. She could always make an excuse at the last minute about having accidentally turned the wrong one in. That did not work out in her favor. When the class was headed to recess after lunch, Miss Soraparo pulled her out of the line. Jackie knew it must be a big deal. Teachers only get a break at lunch and the first half of recess, so if Miss Soraparo was coming to get her early, it must be important. Jacqueline, I was going through the report folders at lunch. Everyone else's report is accounted for, and the only folder left is this folder of paper dolls. Is it yours? It was hers. There is no mistaking the yellow folder with constellations on the front that she had drawn by hand. But Jackie went through the show of opening it up to check anyway. I I must have turned in the wrong one by mistake. I figured as much, Miss Soraparo smiled. These things happen. Just run upstairs and put the right one on the stack. I'll be right behind you. Jackie nodded and sprinted up the stairs. The only thing left was to really go all out looking for it. Then sadly declared she must have left it at home. She'd never been late on anything before. Miss Soraparo would definitely let her turn it in tomorrow, wouldn't she? When Miss Soraparo made it to their classroom, Jackie had already taken everything out of her desk and was going through her backpack piece by piece. Ten minutes later, Miss Soraparo hustled them both out of the door so she could be on time for recess duty. She was actually the one who suggested that Jackie must have left her report at home. Just bring it tomorrow. These things happen, Miss Soraparo said. Tomorrow. The book report, the, the report required at least three books as sources, but between her bookshelf, Sam's bookshelf, and that old set of encyclopedias, there are probably enough books to do it at home without needing to take a special trip to the library. She could do this. Thank you, Miss Soraparo, she said, feeling almost as relieved as she sounded. I'll bring it in tomorrow. She had every intention to do so. That's the end of chapter 11. Thanks for listening.